the most magical place on earth moves thousands of people every single day. And the thing is, they do it beautifully and just with some awesome considerations for us, the people that go to the parks. So on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about scaling up your business and what I learned from watching Disney on my most recent trip to Disney World. So we're going to get into it after the theme song, but bear with me on this one. We had a little bit of audio trouble, so make sure you listen closely. So the big question is this, how do we ambitious professionals avoid the slow moving career, take control of our time and get paid for two things, doing what excites us and making an impact bigger than anyone ever thought was possible? That is the question and this podcast has the answers. My name is Candace Spears and welcome to Ambition, Honey and Hustle. Magic Kingdom in all of its grandeur. I mean, there is so much excitement floating through the car. I keep telling the girl, Mickey's waiting for you. Mickey's waiting for you. And they're screaming and they're excited. And so we get up to the place to park and we pay for parking. And then we start going down the trail to find our parking spot. And of course, there are people that are sort of directing you to where you need to go. We got there as soon as the park opened. So traffic is just flowing through. And so they guide us to our spot, and we start to get out, and it's taken us a little bit to get something out of the trunk. And next thing you know, I hear somebody in the aisle say, hey, you guys are going to have to move out of the way. We don't want you to get hit. We don't want you to get hurt. Watch your children. People are coming in behind you. And so at that point, I'm looking around thinking, if somebody is coming in behind us, because it literally looks like just one Uh, The lane doesn't look like a regular car aisle. It looks like a long spot for a car. So all this time I'm thinking, oh, look, we have all this extra space behind us to kind of get ourselves prepared. How nice. You know, Disney does it great. And so anyway, the guy's saying you've got to move your stuff. There's people coming in behind you. So at that moment I'm thinking, if there's something, if there's someone coming in behind us to park their car, how are we going to get out? Wait a second. How does this work? What if we get back to our car and they're not gone, right? The common, like, piggyback car spot dilemma. And so as we moved out of the way, when you looked and got outside of the vehicle and walked away a little bit, they had the parking spot designed in such a way that regardless of who pulled out or pulled in, there was space on either side. So one of the cars would have to drive out. The other car would have to back out. And so I just remember thinking, oh, that's genius, because it was a fantastic use of space. And here's where we see, you know, when we talk about just sort of scaling scaling up a business, what Disney had done from the, the aspect of coordination, right, they see thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people, and getting all those people in one space, they took a different approach to parking. Right? I got more people coming into my business. How am I going to make sure that I can bring more people in, bring them in comfortably, and, and still be sort of coordinated for this whole operation? So it was fantastic. So as we continue to then get on to the, the tram, 
that would take us to the front door. And I, I thought it so interesting. When we got loaded up on the tram, I'm thinking, well, it'll probably take us, I don't know, about uh, seven minutes, eight minutes, something like that, to get to the front door of the park. We got on. The guy talked for a little bit. And it maybe took us about three minutes. And we were there. And it was so fast that I was thinking, why did we even have to get on? It just felt like we probably could have walked. But in that experience, I can only imagine, think about having a bunch of people walking to the front door. And you've got a bunch of people trying to park. And you probably don't want people to be tired before they even got to the gate. So here I see another consideration that, that Disney has made. Um, from the standpoint of how do we ensure that we, we keep our traffic flow coordinated, we get people in as soon as possible because they're trying to get in fast. We don't tire them as soon as they get parked. We just efficiently move them from one place to the other quickly, whether it warrants it or not. So really good coordination in action. Now, once we got inside and we were – well, not quite inside yet, but we were on our way to get through uh, security. There were some signs, actually just, just past security, there were some signs that said, villains this way, heroes that way. And it was referring to the parking. And then I thought back to what they told us when we got on the tram after we parked the car. They said, remember, you are in Simba 17." Remember, Simba 17, if you do not remember, you will be lost. Simba 17. So to see that sign saying, hey, villains this way, heroes this way, made me think how great of a consideration that they made as well to just be simple for folks. I mean, you're coming to Disney. It's a massive place. Everybody's excited and talking about the, the Disney characters and heroes and all this other stuff. They've attached onto a concept that made sense, right? Villains and heroes, they've got that whole thing in their theme. And they made it that easy. You only have two options, two places to go. For a theme park that serves thousands, we've reduced parking to be so simple. Do you have a villain? Or do you have a hero, right? Are you a villain or are you a hero? And so for us, Simba was a hero, but it made it very easy to make the connection. Oh, yeah, Simba, no, we're going this way. So on this first day, like in, in, the, in minutes of getting parked, I could see the importance of coordination and having consideration, um, not only for just the customer experience, but consideration for what the customer may be going through. It's, it's hectic getting parked. It's hectic making sure you have everything that you want to take into the park, right? If you've got kids, do you have the, the suntan lotion, the hat? Do you have the diapers? Do you have this? Do you have that? And so they made things so simple that you could hold on to it. And for their business, made it in such a way that it was efficient for them to scale such a large number. So those are some things that we should walk away with as we're thinking about our own business when we're at the point of scaling up or even before we get to the point of scaling up. Because it's always good to think about what do you want your business to be? What do you want it to be in the long run? Even though it may just be a side hustle now, 
or you may have jumped into full-time entrepreneurship, but you haven't really scaled it out. What do you want it to be in the end? And take a few lessons from Disney. Coordination will be important. Considerations, customer experience, and, you know, I, I talked the other day about the customer journey and really understanding that. All those things are very real-life considerations that we have to think about um, as we go forward. So take this Disney lesson and run with it. Think about it. Meld it. Apply it to your own side hustle, to your business. Think about how you may scale. Take a little bit of time to dream about the future. Now, tomorrow we will talk about part two of the Disney lessons. So stay tuned and have a great day. Have a great evening whenever you're listening, and I will talk to you again very, very soon. If you're ready to grow your impact in your business, and when I talk about growing your impact, I'm talking about, listen, those of you, whether you are side hustling, you're in your full-time business, whatever it is, but you know that what you're doing today should be bigger. And when I say bigger, I'm really talking about those of you that want to touch more lives, that want to do more meaningful things, not just make more money. Now, yes, the two intertwine, but when you're really ready to make a bigger impact that has a bigger purpose and more more meaning in the lives of other people, then I want to help you. And one of the ways that I can help you is if you've been struggling from a marketing standpoint, I have got this new guide. It's called Five of the Most Free, Valuable Ways to Market Your Business. And I want to give it to you. So I want to make sure that you have it, you use it, and you take some of these things. If you haven't tried them, use them now. If you have tried them, but maybe there's a different twist you haven't considered, I want you to jump in, dig in, and get some results. So you can get a hold of this free guide at candacespears.com forward slash five ways. Again, candacespears.com forward slash five ways. Get it and get going.